Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Welcome to episode number two of Embers and Wind. Today, I have a very special guest with me. He's a good friend of mine in Toastmasters. He's also my mentor in Toastmasters. He is an IT manager and he works for Toyota. And he is someone who has a passion for public speaking. And he also has a passion for customer service. Please join me in welcoming Jason Carr and his topic tonight is gaining confidence. Thank you so much, Keith. I am so happy to be here. Congratulations on your new podcast. It sounds wonderful, and I can't wait to get in and mix it up with you a little bit. Fantastic, Jason. And let's begin by sharing a little bit about you, and let's talk first about your future. Where do you see yourself in the future? Well, as you said, my passion's in, in public speaking, and for a very long time, the thought of being able to be a public speaker and giving keynote speeches and leaving audiences inspired and helping people has been something that I see in my future. And a lot of the work that you and I have done has helped me laser focus in on, yes, one day I am going to be a keynote speaker and that's what I want to do in the future. Oh, that's fantastic. And between now and then, I'd be willing to bet that where you work is benefiting from what you know. Yes. As people are preparing for different presentations or, or just want advice on how to get prepped, I know that I'm helping in that area. Uh, but more so at work, I try to be not only a servant leader to other people, but also have that passion for customer service. That's what my, that's what my department does. And it's no coincidence as to why I landed into IT. I remember when I was really young and I was in, I think it was the third grade. And we took one of those assessment tests where you're supposed to try to figure out what career that you want to be in. Mm -hmm. And everyone was picking these lofty, career choices of I want to be president or I want to be a sports athlete and I picked I want to fix things and I have no talent for fixing things at least in the third grade but I realized reflecting back is because I wanted to help people I wanted to if, if someone was having a problem I wanted to be able to have the ability to make their day better and or at least get them past that issue 
And within IT, I found that. Excellent. You are one of two people that I've had the privilege of getting to know and working with. Working with you enough to where I feel confident in the work that you do in teaching others. I know you've also been involved in teaching too. Tell me about that. I was able to get involved with an organization called Bartholomew County Works and be able to teach some of your content to folks coming in, trying to get back into the workforce. And at first I was really intimidated of being able to provide something for them that's stimulating. I knew from a public speaking perspective, I could present the material, but it's more than just presenting material. You have to connect with the person and help inspire them so that it helps change their life. And so it's been a great deal of fun and rewarding to me as well of going through that at Bartholomew County Works. Um, just as for the audience, what we are presenting is how to use feedback, how to use, how to empower yourself, how to empower others, how to set goals. And what does that mean for you from a long-term perspective? I get to be there at the very beginning of the week to talk about empowerment and turn on some light bulbs of what does that really mean? A lot of people use the word empower the wrong way. They use empower in the aspect of, I want to empower you to finish this project. Usually when a boss says, I want to empower you to do this project, they're saying, well, I want to give you the responsibility for this project and I want you to own it and take it and form and do something great with it, which again is a form of empowerment. But when you think about the true sense of empowerment, it is turning on that light for someone. It's not being disingenuous and just giving compliments or giving a project. It is reaching in and understanding what it is that they're wanting to get out of life, what is their path and their journey, and turning that light up a little bit and helping them focus towards the place that they're wanting to go to. And then I end the week with talking about goals and how to set goals and taking away the that feeling that goals are just, just heavy object that I'm never going to complete my goals. And every time I don't complete a goal, I'm a failure. And that's not the case. Things change. The environment that you're in changes. What you feel and see just changes. And you adjust your life uh, along that path. It's important right. to set that goal of what you want to achieve and not just give up. But at the same time, you got to be easy on yourself and understand that what interests you or what you're really passionate about as you're trying to achieve your goal, you may come up with an even better goal where you're like, oh, I didn't know about this before. I really want to do this now. Now, what you described, part of that, when I see you in Toastmasters, I see the same Jason in Toastmasters too. Talk about that experience. Toastmasters is a, it's a fantastic organization. I was introduced to Toastmasters when I was in college. I was trying to find a place where I could go network with people and try to find a job. And when I went to my first Toastmasters meeting, I was full of confidence. 
and knew I was going to blow people away. And I stood up and gave my first speech and thought I was so clever. And at the end of my first speech, uh, one of the people in the club gave me feedback and said, Jason, you can speak. There's no doubt about that, but here's some things that you need to improve in and that will make you an even better speaker. Mm-hmm. And that just gave me even more confidence. And some people would walk away from that situation. Think, oh man, I thought I was going to impress everybody. And I did impress him enough to where he was a, he generally wanted to give me feedback to help me improve. That is what I find in my current Toastmasters club. We have people that join the club that are, that shake when they first give a speech that maybe take a few months before they feel confident enough to give a speech all the way to people that are giving TEDx talks. It is fantastic to have that range in the club because those people that are shaking are, it takes some time before they're ready to give a speech. The confidence is building inside of them because of the support that they get from everybody else in the club. And it's just such a wonderful thing to see every single week when we get together. The words learning culture comes to my mind, Jason. Yes, Toastmasters is definitely a place that has a a very deep learning culture. Which two areas can people count on learning? Public speaking and leadership skills are the two main pieces that you'll find on every Toastmasters site of this is what we provide is public speaking and leadership skills. And there's different programs that they have in place for you to be able to do different coursework to stretch you and teach you how to do persuasive speeches or inspirational speeches or humorous speeches. And from the leadership track, you can be a club officer where you're getting to practice those skills of leading other people. The thing I find the most that Toastmasters doesn't publicize enough or market enough is the confidence that you gain and grow while you're in Toastmasters. It's impressive. I remember in my first Toastmasters club, we had a uh, pastor that had joined the club and he had a really bad stuttering problem, but his dream was to be a pastor over a church. He hadn't achieved that yet. And when I say he was a pastor joining the club, he was not the main pastor at his current church. And he wanted to be able to share his message with an entire flock of people. But when he would get up to speak, he would stutter really, really bad. And he would shake. It would be so incredibly nervous that honestly, it was painful to watch because you just, your heart felt so much for him. And that was the first week that I met him. The second week I came back, he got a little bit better. The next week I came back, he got a little bit better Mm -hmm. and so on and so on. And he got so good and that confidence grew inside him so much that when it came time for officer elections, he was like, Hey, I want to be president. Wow. He hadn't had any other role. He was just like, I want to be president. 
And unfortunately, he wasn't president for very long, only probably for a couple months, because a couple months in, he got offered his own church That's and fantastic. moved out of state. Thanks for sharing that story, Jason. I'm sure that there's people listening to this that you may feel the wind from that story. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely inspired me. You know, at, at the time when I was 22, 23 years old, I, I, I didn't understand or see what was happening in front of me. Mm-hmm. But as I got older and reflected on just how important and powerful that was, it's helped those embers in me glow a little bit more. Something you mentioned that our club is unique. I'd love you for you to talk a little more about how our club is unique, because I agree that we're a unique club. In, in my experience in some of the clubs that I've, I've visited or I've been around uh, or been in, that people are supportive during that time of the club meeting. You're going to get feedback. People are going to help try to boost your confidence. But our club really feels like a family. The reason why I say that is you're continually hearing stories of how each person is supporting each other outside of the club and their endeavors. Oh, for instance, person that we know very well, Ant, uh, he delivered the first TEDx in, in Bloomington recently. And you and I both know that he's been chasing that dream for probably a couple of years. As soon as we all heard that he was going to be doing that, people started to go out and buy tickets or help out there market that he was going to do this. I was there and I was I was glad to be there. It was a Zoom room. I was on Zoom with Ant when he presented. And, and I'm so disappointed that I missed that. I, I can't wait to see the video. I actually reached out to TEDx Bloomington and asked them can I just give you some money right now and you just send me the video? And, and they told me, no, you just have to wait. It'll be out here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Thank wow. you for contacting us. But people, like I said, went out to try to support Ant. And in the reverse, I know Ant meets with several of our members outside of club hours. I'm one of the people that we get together. I consider him a friend and a mentor that I've met through Toastmasters and a lot of conversations that he and I have had have been around career development or, you know, what's our dream and how we want to move forward. Um, You know, we find kindred souls inside of Toastmasters and uh, specifically in our club. I feel like it's unique that we have all this activity outside of supporting each other and, Everyone gets to a place where their confidence is so incredibly low. They're not really sure what they want to do going forward. For me, Toastmasters has been that exercise or that gym to go to every week to try to figure that out and try to help other people figure that out. And as we're helping other people figure that out, it just comes right back where you're learning so much more about yourself. Something that I'm going to come back to is the culture in a Toastmasters club, especially our club. 
there's a supportive culture of people believing each other and people wanting the best to bring the best out of each other. And because of that, because of that culture, we bring something out of people that is sometimes surprising. Even Ant, who was my, he was the person who drew me to Toastmasters. Yeah. Even Ant elevated his performance when he gave that TEDx talk. He was remarkable. He was preparing for that for two months. A, a, a person that was already a phenomenal speaker had given several speeches for the Chamber of Commerce. And then the passion drove him and prepared for two months. And it was fantastic when he delivered it to the club. It was just great. And the TEDx, you'll get to, you'll get to watch that soon. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I really can't. And the sooner, uh, soon, within the next couple of weeks, uh, Ant and I are going to get together for a little celebratory drink after work sometime. And, and I, I, I'm looking forward to that a great deal. As you look to the future and your steps, there are people that are listening right now. You're listening right now. That Maybe there's a hesitancy. There's something they would love to do but they may be holding back. What would you say to them? Find your support structure. Don't listen to people telling you that you can't do what you're passionate about or what you're dreaming about. That support structure is so important because it, it gives you fuel to continue down that path. As you're chasing that thing that you're dreaming about or what I'm that what you're passionate about things don't always go well <laughs> and, and there's bumps in the road if you don't have uh, someone that you can go to and bounce ideas off of or a mentor to help say i think you're probably thinking about this the wrong way and help correct that a little bit then again it can just suck out your confidence and confidence is like a muscle you have to build it it doesn't just come naturally and that your support structure helps you with that. And as we were talking about empowerment earlier, one of the things that Ant told me one point in time after a Toastmasters meeting, it was just a side conversation that we were having. And he said, he said, Jason, you should be a game show host. That would be a fantastic job for you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why should I be? He is, you just got the, you've got the demeanor for it. He's like, you ever thought about being on radio? I would love to do something like that. Well, why don't you? And I had an opportunity to be on the radio at one point in time to do a little bit of uh, some Toastmasters promotion. And one of the reasons why I was so pumped up about doing this podcast is it gives me another opportunity towards that and an opportunity towards building my own podcast and being able to share my story and other people's stories all the time as well. You could actually say that the podcast today is the radio station of 20 years ago. Yes. It's that free radio. And, and the great thing about podcasts is that you can have these type of conversations that we're having right now. It can be this long form type of conversation where we can get to know each other. We can get to know your guest at a deeper level and, and share stories like I did earlier. 
in regular radio, you've got like a minute and change to get something across and then it's on to the music. Yeah, there's a relationship we build that we intend to build with you, our mm -hmm. listeners. As you look to the future, Jason, and you're talking to people that are listening, what would you share? What else would you, what other wisdom would you impart? That's a really good question. What other wisdom would I impart? It is important. I, when I joined where I work at today, um, I had a, a boss that kept talking to me about servant leadership and, and being a servant. And the servant leadership piece comes up because that's something that we talk a lot about and the company I work for. However, what he was really telling me was serve other people be service-minded and don't be selfish when someone is giving you that support and that, that mentoring, give that back. Not because it's a give and take situation, but because it's going to make you feel fantastic and it's going to help build up who you are, your confidence, your personal growth, by having that servant mindset of I'm doing this and I'm not expecting to get anything out of it. And man, do I so hope that the person that I'm working with is going to get so much out of it. Every time I go into BCW, I realize that I'm probably working with people that I'll never see again. I hope I do, but I may not ever see them again. And this is the first time I'm meeting them. When I come in on Tuesday, I've never met this person before. But I'm there because no matter what happened in their past or present, that I want to help them with their future. And I want to see them grow because I know that if I can help them along that path enough, but they're going to pass it on to somebody else and they're going to pass it on to somebody else. And seeing those light bulbs go off fills me with so much joy that it recharges my batteries too. And you do go back on Friday after Tuesday. Can you talk about the difference between what you see in people on Tuesday and what you see on Friday? On, on Tuesday, people are usually very tentative very there's a lot of hesitation there not really sure what to expect from the rest of the from the rest of the week and mm -hmm. i mean i can't talk about this without talking about don a little bit um don is a fantastic coach that's there that helps them through the entire week she sets such a great example and she cares so much she almost reminds me probably kill me for saying this but she almost reminds me of a mom <laughs> and that she's you know being their mom but also being that hard mom of i know you can do this but you it starts with you and so by the time i get to friday they're usually a lot more receptive mm -hmm. and it's a lot more interactive and it's a lot easier talking through the goals 
because it's something by that point in time that they can wrap their heads around. It comes at the perfect time. They've gone through uh, interviews, uh, gone through the mock interviews, they've prepared a resume, and they've learned something about themselves, I think, every single day. So when we get to that part of talking about setting the vision for yourself, they have more of an understanding of who they are and can start to imagine setting that vision. And that's, that's probably, in my opinion, the most important part of Bartholomew County programs like Bartholomew County Works and programs like Toastmasters. Tell me more about vision and what you mean by vision. Setting a vision for yourself is like what I talked about earlier with, you asked me what I, what's my future look like? And I see myself standing on a stage in front of a crowd of 5,000 people giving a keynote speech that at least leaves a good part of the audience inspired, or at least they're thinking about that after they leave, and it helps them. So that's my vision. That's where I see myself going towards. So I would say you're talking something that's bold, noble, and for you, it's compelling. Yes. I can yes. see that for you. And there could be somebody, in fact, I'm sure there's somebody listening right now, and you know who you are. What would you say to them about vision? So think about where it is that you want to see yourself going to. I was having this conversation with one of my friends who recently got divorced. And she's been struggling with, how am I going to pay for rent? How am I going to you know, be a good mom? Now that we're separated, how do I kind of move on with my life? And I said to her, well, think about where do you want to go? What makes you happy? What are you passionate about? And I asked her, okay, where, what can you turn that into? What makes, what would fulfill you even more towards that end? She didn't give me an answer yet. She's still thinking about that. But just the process of thinking about that and trying to figure that out helps you understand so much more about yourself and helps you to start opening up more to people. And as you start opening up more to people and sharing that passion with other people, other people just start coming into your life that, that can help you move that forward. I, when I hear the title of your talk today, Gaining Confidence. Yes. It helps you absolutely start to gain, to gain confidence. And you start putting off these magnetic vibes where you can start geeking out with other people about the thing that you're passionate about, and then you just drive each other. And I, and I think that's what it's really kind of all about when you're trying to set a vision for yourself. What are you, what do you love doing? What are you passionate about? Forget that maybe you don't have the training that you need to do that. And say my boss once told me when we were trying to do some, some planning, he was like, think about doing this. If you had all the money and in the world, all the resources that you needed in the world, what would you do? That's your vision. 
how do you achieve that vision with the constraints that you might have today? And I think going through that process, you learn a lot about yourself. And then you also start to just exude wanting to reach that vision and, and realize it and other people start helping you to do it. Now there's a possibility, Jason, you can give people a call to action. What do you invite someone who's listening to you to do to change their life, to give themselves a vision for the future? Okay. What I would invite every one of our every one of the listeners to do is take five or ten minutes today and write down in a couple of sentences, what are you passionate about? And then the next day, spend five or 10 minutes to go back and look at that sentence that you wrote down or that couple of sentences that you wrote down and think about what it is or what it will take for you to achieve that passion, for you to take steps, to go on a journey, to be in a place to where you're constantly pursuing that passion. Now, if you're at a job today or if you're in a place today where you're already doing that, kudos, and that is so fantastic. I still say, do this because it will help recenter you towards that passion. It will help you create a new vision for you to follow. And then just spend time every single day just revisiting that and checking in with yourself and checking in with your goals. I like that, Jason. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you, how would they reach out to you? How could they connect with you? You can absolutely find me on LinkedIn. Again, my name is Jason Carr. And you can look me up on LinkedIn um, or you can look me up on Twitter at J2K. And then if somebody wanted to visit one time, where could they go and find a culture of people that would welcome them, that would give them a great experience? You can come and visit us at the Columbus Toastmasters Club. We meet every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Right now, because of COVID, we are meeting virtually. At some point in time, we'll return to the United Way building, where we'll meet in person, but we'll still have a virtual comp component to the meeting. Um, so it doesn't matter where you're at. You will always have a way to join us and to find out more information about how to get the invite for the Columbus Club. Just hit me up on Twitter or LinkedIn, and I'll make sure to get that information over to you. Thank you, Jason. And thank you for listening today. Look forward to seeing you next week for the next episode of Embers and Wind. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you, Keith. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers and Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. 
Thank you again for joining us. 